Hello and welcome to Coffee and Crits. I'm your host Aaron Washington here with my co-host Nick. How y'all doing? So what's going on? Uh, today we are going to be talking about balance. 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 As all things should be. And all things should be. Nope. Wait, something's wrong. Fuck. Next. Speak. Yeah, what's going on? You got me. Yeah, is your mic on? Your mic's on, right? I hope it's not. Because your I mic, you, turn it on. no, yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's on. It's just, it's on. Hmm. No, no, yeah, 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 it's on. It's on. It's on. Oh, you can feel that. Yeah, I, I can. I can hear you doing it. Okay. It was something. It was. Was I too far away? Yeah, a little bit. Like, uh. Yeah. No, 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 I'm. I'm giving the mic more slack. Hey. I need mic clips. I need mic clips. That's why I'm having Chris print me my clips. Okay. Here but, yeah. Just no, nah, you're fine. You're fine. Just fuck it. Just uh here you go. Can you hear me better now? Yeah, much better. Okay. You are much clearer now. Good, 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 good. Yeah, you come out much better now. Sweet. Okay. Round two. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Coffee and Crits. I'm your host, Aaron Washington, here with my co host Nick. What's good, y'all? Hey everybody! So uh, now we are still we're talking about DMing and all that good stuff. So today we're going to talk about game balance. Balance, balance, like in the Force and all things. But technically speaking, I could I could argue that the Force and the Jedi really weren't balanced because they didn't have emotion. Therefore, yep. Gray knights are balanced. Gray knights are balanced. Yeah, but I mean that's a that's, that's a, a separate argument. It's a separate argument. Separate argument. But anyway, different recording. <laughs> But we're talking about balance. Um, so balance can have multiple multiple facets. Um, no, numerous times we've talked about balancing encounters and dealing with CR and things. Uh, but that is just one balance. Like fight your fight economy balance. That's just one bit. So, you know, there's also role play versus combat. Like yep. how much role play you have in a session versus how much combat you have in a session. Yep, that and that takes a good read of your group. Yeah, to yeah, see uh, yeah. how you should balance it. Uh, we've talked about like uh, like power balance between like what they have and their gear and their items. Yeah, with the monsters, um, when you know, like the the power creep essentially. Yeah. So you know, there's a balance there when it comes to essentially any game because you know it eventually like it happens where like I think in any system. Um, there comes a point in the in the scale where your players are just kind of ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I think that happens in like every game now. Like you know, a lot of people talk about like five uh, e being very like player strong, but I feel like eventually in any game, in any D and D game, when players are like ten plus, they're gonna be a bit ridiculous. Yeah, no matter it, what they, well, what you're playing. Yeah, and, and and depending on the system, the enemies will improve in kind. Yeah, yeah, and also I, become I, ridiculous. I think I think that's probably <laughs> I, the biggest difference is like for those monsters that are for those level, like that level ten group. I feel like sometimes five E's monsters don't have enough to combat what a party of like four or five can do. Yeah, like yeah. it's really like it's really hard to have one monster 
fight five level tens and it not be swept one way or the other. Yeah, without being ridiculous. Especially because when you go through the systems like three, three point five Pathfinder, uh, fourth edition, uh, the the CR kind of uh, shifts. So you know in traditional three five. Um, it's balanced for a group of four players. Yeah. So if you got four level fours, a CR four monster is good. Is an even match. It shouldn't waste a lot of resources, yeah. but it shouldn't be easy. Um, and it kind of balances that way. But when you get to fifth, they're only doing it for three characters versus yeah. the one. Because I know monster. there is there is like a four player party chart now too in mm-hmm. one of the books. I I, yep. I can't remember. But my how want to put this? Like my thing is, it's like. I feel like the monsters sometimes don't have enough to be a threat without being downright ridiculous, deadly. Yeah. And so, like, what what you'll have, what you'll have sometimes, like, someone will make an encounter, and then what they'll do is is they'll buff like a bunch of weaker creatures, but then the game, the battle feels like it just drags. So there's like a fine point between like where the battle kind of drags itself out. And then when it's like challenging, and you know what I'm saying, like yeah, you know what I mean. Like when I have battles in fifth edition, and it's not like the main battle, and when it goes past like a uh, 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 a certain amount of turn, a certain amount of turn count. Yeah. Like if I'm I'm if I'm in like turn like ten, eleven, in this encounter, then I feel like I balanced it wrong. Yeah, if it's supposed to just be a like the first encounter you get in the dungeon. Yeah, it shouldn't take more than a couple rounds. Yeah, like when I'm when I'm like when when I'm in there, like un- unless there's something else going on, like a lot of bad, which like rolls and things like that can definitely account for, like oh, a lot definitely. of misses and stuff like that can drag a fight on. But I mean, like when genuinely like the enemies and players are just slugging each other, and yeah. it's like and it's like okay, holy crap! Like I, you know, these guys are only here to be meat bags. Like yeah. I could have just taken them out. Put like two more buffer guys in here with a little bit more HP and took out these other four, and the encounter would have been more dramatic for it. Yeah. Than just a bunch of guys that like won't go down even though you hit them for ridiculous, you know? Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a there's wanna... a there's a line. There's it's, it's a it's a that's what I mean when I mean like balancing an encounter for a powered group. There, there's a hard fought battle, and then there's a dull long battle yeah like a grind it's, right? yeah a grind exactly it, it, and you don't want every fight to feel like a grind yeah sometimes a fight can feel like a grind but yeah that should i mean be, but there's a time and a place yeah i mean like here's the thing like there, there there's no way not every battle is going to be in like that like there's going to be some that just will feel like man we got to just trudge our way through this encounter and it's just what it is um so i'm not really uh, like it's just the ones like the I, like I feel like if you're listening you may understand what I mean like when it's just like a, a, a slugfest with no purpose yeah and it just kind of okay bam 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 I did my thing pass like everyone's just doing the same thing no yeah. no no new technique has been brought in and that can also happen and I'm going to throw this out there so like you make an encounter right and uh so it, this may be me. This just it just may be me. It just it just it, 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 it could be a me being a me person. And I had these. I have I've said this a time. And 
It's also my pet peeve that I have with people who play casters. Like, I have a pet peeve with clerics who stay in the back, who have a higher AC than the rest of the party. Yeah. So, it's like, use your spells, damn it. (laughs) Use your spells. That's what they're there for. Like, I, I have done dungeons with people who hold on to their spells, and we finish the dungeon. We finish the boss fight. And they still and have And they spells. still have over half their spell slots. And not for the managing, it's just like, during combat, like, they just, I mean, cantrips are good, but when we're fighting things with a hulking amount of HP, like, damn it, do something. Give me, like, give me that sauce so we can get through this. And, like, I get the idea of holding back for something worse, but there's, like, this, I don't know, like, here, but here's the thing. I'm also, like, really bad in some games. Like, I'm the guy who, when I finished, like, the old Resident Evils, I had just enough ammo to get it done because I used it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, it wasn't like, like, one of my exes, like, she had, like, a hundred shotgun shells like 200 handgun rounds, every grenade launcher round, like 20, <laughs> 30, 40 freaking magnum rounds, and I went insane. And I'm just like, why didn't you? The you, game would have been so much easier. Yeah, if you just used what you had at your disposal. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. ugh, I, I can't, I think like, I can't express it any better than Resident Evil terms. And and I think, and it, it goes with ugh. player experience as well. You know, if you've played a Paladin enough times, you know how many smites you can get rid of and how many you're willing to use yeah with time but if you go yeah, to the end now if you're at the end fight and you've got all your smites i expect you to use them right but here's the you thing know? like i'm not even same with same with the sorcerers. i'm specifically talking about spellcasters though like yeah, when spellcasters spell do it it kind of uh, yeah oh, like understand like bards have mostly support over damage i get that yeah but if you're a sorcerer you have sorcery points that give you spell slots back you You've got everything. You got you got tools, man. But and it's just and this may be me, but like in a boss fight, you should by the end be using cantrips because you've already poured everything in. If it's a boss fight, and and it's and it may not be your fault. It could also be that the fight was balanced a certain way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, where, there's things like that too. You know, yeah, yeah. you were forced to use all your spells and nothing happens, so and now you're just stuck. You know, but, you know, being forced to use your spells, at least for me, it should feel like a, that was my last fireball. I think we're about to be done because he looks weak. Yeah. You know, and now, okay, I'm safe or I'm going to stay in the back and and do what I can for the guys that are left. Yeah. I mean, like, because I don't know, like uh, when it comes to, to like an encounter, like I, 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 God, it feels like I'm just judging people right now. <laughs> That's how I feel like. I feel like I just got up here and was like, let me judge you for playing your spellcaster conservatively. Well, I kind of am, but I get it. I don't know. I'm just super. But I also like scribe scrolls constantly, too. Yeah. And so, so, I mean, I, I guess I'm the I'm probably the opposite end of the spectrum yeah. because I throw them all the time. All over the place. Usually, I am the one who is out by the long rest. By the time we hit the long rest, I am tapped out. Yeah, and, and again, that this goes is with, the, it's my play style. It, it goes with experience as well as play style. Yeah. Um, once you've learned it, like I said, once you've learned a class and you know, all right, I'm, I can I safely cast my spells, use these spells. Man. 
Got to cast with spells. But making spell scrolls is just kind of another part of the balance. Um, yeah, yeah. And it should be something that uh, both DMs and players consider um, when when a fight is going to be balanced. Yeah. And whether or not you're going to yeah, yeah. balance your own party a certain way. Yeah, so there's just... So we can we can literally talk this whole session about making encounters feel good and balanced at different levels. Absolutely. Um, but I mean, it comes with number one, just time and experience, and number two, I would think like being willing to adjust things. Um, but just I think what I want to say is just giving things more HP is not enough. I think no. is what I really am trying to. Because just making them big sacks of HP doesn't make it more balanced to make the fight yeah, more thrilling. It just makes them, the fight longer. Give them an interesting ability. You can do it off the fly yeah. with practice, of course. Or give them items or or, yeah. or, or things like that. Like I just I just did an encounter in uh, the the Othello Chronicle, and they were at an auction house, like an auction, a legal auction house. And they were fighting the auction, the person who was like keeping all the auction stuff organized. Yeah. Uh, so their level five, he was only like, uh, he was like the apprentice template, like the the. the I think oh. he only comes with like first level spells. Yeah, yeah. He's right. So like, I thought like, man, how can I make this more interesting? Well, he's in an auction house full of magical items. So I pretty much made a list of items he would start reaching for and grabbing to fight back okay that's cool so he like grabbed a bead that had a fireball on it and threw it at them my god and, and so he's just grabbing stuff like and um a jar with a with an ooze in it and he hit the character with like so like it wasn't really he was higher in this he was a low hit character but the whole thing he was doing was staying away from them and just throwing things and he was gonna eventually run out so they had to like get to him but then once the ooze dropped now they had to fight the ooze Oh yeah, the black ooze, which turned the encounter, which was really simple, into something more dynamic. Yeah, yeah. So there's definitely. there's definitely ways you can play around with it. But okay, so then there's a balance between uh, role play, right? Because role play can even have you can you can you can be unbalanced in role play, like one hundred percent. You can like only focusing on one character is a, is is, a, is an example. Yeah. Of unbalanced roleplay. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, when your party looks like they're ready for a really good fight and you kind of just turn it into the person talking and walking away, sometimes that can be Yeah, that's uh, from disappointing. A, from a storyteller standpoint, yeah, that can be boring. and Because uh, you, you know, just kind of wanted them there, but they kind of want to fight it out. Yeah. <laughs> you got to you, you got you to kind of decide how much, like, so when you look at your party, your people actually playing, not the characters, but the people you're playing with. Yes. Like, I would suggest just asking them in the beginning, like, you know, like, or just talking about it, just an open conversation. So like, you know, how much combat do you guys like particularly like and stuff like that? You know, like a uh, little, you know, because most people are gonna be like, oh, well, you know, like I like both kind of thing, you know, and you kind of just feel it out from there. Try to feel out and see if they like politics yeah. See if they like bartering more. Yeah. When like buying stuff, maybe doing right, odd right, jobs. Right. Like, like if you're, if your party's not into like high intrigue, then that may not be the game for you. You know what I'm saying? That may not yeah. be the, you know, then the, 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 whatever you've planned so far may not match up. Like if it's just like a gauntlet of, of battles, but then that, that gauntlet may be something that another group would jump at 
super hard. Mm-hmm. And part of balancing role play um, is balancing out how NPCs react to the party. Uh, for instance, um, not every guard is going to be a completely unreasonable butthole. Right? Oh, yeah, right. Some are going to be more amicable. Um, some might be super buttholes. Yeah. You know, but if I'm trying to get information and every NPC I go to is like, well, I'm not going to talk to you. Well, then yeah. why are they there? Like, unless there is a reason why they can't talk. Yeah, like, like you're a, a story reason. Or, or, you know, maybe like there's a cult and they can't speak because they're worried. But then that would be something else. I get what you mean. Like, but like a random guy shouldn't just be an asshole for being an asshole. I got no, you. no. I mean, so, sometimes that's just the character. But it's... It's it's hard sometimes for and I've done it where you're trying to separate DM from NPC because the NPC is its own character. You have to role play that. Yeah. Um. And when you go from NPC to NPC and they're basically all just the same person. Yeah. You know, like yeah, this is the you. king, but he's acting just like the the dick guard that I was just talking to at the gate. Right. Right. Like, same you, attitude towards the party. Same. You got to balance yourself with the NPCs. To make the interactions interesting and varied. Right. Because, you know, variance is flavor. You know, so the bard could easily have been a dick to you in the bar. But maybe when you go to the brothel, there's a girl there or a guy who's like, yeah, I'll talk to you if you pay me. And that's different. And then maybe if you go to a noble that you know has some dealings in the problem, the noble could be nervous. Like, oh, crap, what are we about to talk about? I hope it's not about the thing. Yeah. You know, and so they and so basically vary it up when you're doing role play. And, and balance, again, comes from how the character, how the players interact with the NPCs, not necessarily how the players are interacting with you. And, yeah. And that yeah. also can take experience. Yeah. I because when I when I think about like NPCs and like what to do as far as like my story and things like that. Like, if if I have a party, I feel like we'll jump on a, a, a mystery. Then that's kind of like the sauce I give them. Like, I give them that chance to to do the thing that they like to do. Yeah. And then I give everyone a chance to kind of be involved in what they like. Um, here's a perfect example. Uh, there's a uh, one of our friends who we play with at the guild when we can. Uh, I miss you guys. Anyway, uh, Christian, like. I know that if I drop any political intrigue that I'm most of his characters he builds will will jump at that and will eat it up and I get a chance to get that kind of role play off. Yeah. Um Love he's really he, he's really he's really good about it. He's really into into it, the cloak and dagger, the game, the great game, you know what I mean? And oh, yeah. like I get I I get genuine satisfaction like having those kinds of like role plays like we we did one um god it was it was when we were doing uh the the lost game which was like a uh a dis a post-apocalyptic kind of weird world thing and uh when you guys were essentially trying to get everyone in agreement to to like work together against the big bad essentially like like Christian's character like played a really cool role in getting everyone together and then, you know, I made him a representative of an area, which kinda like worked out and he really enjoyed it. But like not everyone at that table would have wanted that kind of position for that part of the role play. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not everyone would have wanted that kind of like attention. 
And I've seen what happens when like someone like, yep, it's on you. And they're just like, I really don't want to do this, you know? So you got to really think about your, your, your group, who excels at what, who likes to do what. And then with that, you kind of put your game together. So then everyone gets like a taste of their own flavor. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? It's like oh, when you're yeah. cooking, you got to like give everyone a little bit of their own seasonings in with the spice to kind of make your game, you know. So More fulfilling, yeah. Yeah, like dude, there's a lot of that. Um, uh, Loot. Loot's a thing. Uh, so I think we, much. We've talked about loot before, but like a lot of times um, loot. It goes back to um, it goes back to combat balancing essentially again, but like loot can 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 break your. You could have a system, and then a few bits of gear can kind of ruin it, change that up. Yeah, but uh, you got to be careful. So, but and, like, <laughs> I feel like I'm complaining again. Nah, but you don't have to be <laughs> like you don't have to be stingy with the loot. Just be cautious. Yeah. <laughs> you know Once I mean? again, and I love to say it with. Ex- <laughs> With it comes experience. So once you've got experience under your belt, it's a little easier to pass out magic gear. Now, it's that okay depends on how strong you want your party because the right items will affect role play scenarios. They'll affect combat scenarios. Yeah, depending on what they have. And kind of, and I don't want to, and, and scenarios that are outside of combat that aren't necessarily role play either. Uh, for example, um, when I played that, um, what was that class where I was the old dude that could breathe underwater and, and all that other cool stuff. Oh, that was like the first, um, mystic iteration. Yeah. The first iteration of the mystic, um, the that, class, Arcana, that was, that was, yeah, that, that, that was, was a very nuts. rough, uh, um, uh, start for it, a class. It, yeah, was, it was, it was real unbalanced. It was real bad. I didn't have to do things. I didn't need to engage in combat or politics. I just I'm gonna swim here and I'm gonna plant this bomb, or I'm gonna swim here and I'm gonna yeah. drop all of this disease yeah. juice. Yeah, and- which is which which was like essentially the character was so effective at being by themselves it kind of limited, like he didn't the character didn't need to be with the party to achieve goals. Yeah, yeah. so that's like something you need to, to to think about because like I I I think like when I redid that scenario I think I also like made it where you guys had to like. I added the stipulation of X amount of turmoil, extra turmoil in the city. So that way you'd have more to do since you guys were able to just, there it is. Yep. Because that's what it was. So I had to like rebalance, like, okay, how do I get them more engaged in what's going on in this city? Uh, So, you know, you have to kind of, sometimes you have to change those kind of things on the fly. But I mean, like I think about to say with, with, uh, with time comes wisdom. Absolutely, but uh, there's just things to consider. I, I mean, really, and, and once to you get good at it, you'll be able to make your own items on the spot. You'll be able to do things that enhance both combat and role play. Um, I'll use a quick example. When I'm running uh, the past two times, I ran my Cobalt Dungeon, or at least the start, the starting Cobalt right. Dungeon. Um, one of the Dragonborn, right before they died, pulled out an orb. And then they cracked the orb, and it gave them one free hit before they died. Yeah. Um, depending on what kind of hit it is, if it was a crit, after they hit, they dusted. Yeah. Um, you know, so coming up with little magic items on the fly like that, you don't have to use the book. You can just say, what's a cool ability I can give it to kind of flavor it up that's not just 
fudgy hit points and yeah. stuff. So, uh, Nick, what about you? Like, how much, how much role play versus combat do you like as a player? As a player, honestly, um, I like a solid mix. I actually like when role play dips into my combat. Um, which I've done in the past. Um, for instance, uh, one, of, one of the versions of Crawless I made um, in one of Mike's games. Um, he ran the game for the group I was with, and then he ran it for a second group. The second group were just trying to fight, 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 and they would fight so much they would get hurt. But a lot of times, because I was lawful good Crawless, um, I would go through the sheriff. I would get evidence, go to the guard captain, and they would handle the fight for me. Yeah. Or yeah. I would head out to do with something and say, hey, I could use backup. Um, so for me, uh, my favorite is when I can combine the two and maybe do some talking mid-fight. Um, but I'm definitely, I like balance. Um, and it also depends on the rest of the party too for me. I can kind of tell what kind of group I'm in. Yeah. Um, I've been doing it a while. And so, but personally, I like a good mix of where this combat could turn into just role play, or this role play could turn into combat. So that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I like a mix of the two. Uh, I think I'm. I think I'm more. I definitely lean more role play than combat. Um, just in general, as a, as a player, I tend to. I don't often, unless I specifically do. Most of my characters are willing to negotiate talk and are charismatic in a certain way. Yeah. Unless I specifically make a character who isn't like I've made characters where that's their job. That's what they do. But I usually, I never dump stat charisma. I never dump stat charisma. Yeah. Uh, and I'm always usually a person who, unless I specifically make one that doesn't, who goes out, talks to people, asks the questions, willing to make the dis- discussion started up. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm definitely, I definitely think that I lean more towards RP than combat. I mean, granted, like, even though uh, I've been told I make really decent combat builds and stuff like that, I just, I just think I'm more RP than, than combat. I think like, I definitely tend to want to, you know, but I'm also like, which actually brings it up. Like, but I'm also really big about like, uh, like plans and goals and stuff for a lot of my characters. I tend to do that a lot, and um, which which I sometimes feel like like some people who who I uh, who have me as a player like I feel like I bombard them with things like oh yeah so uh, on my downtime I want to work on this this and this and this uh, based on these skills I can do this at this rate and this at this rate and this at this rate so my overall arcing goal is blank. Through these means, and I, I do that a lot, and I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to like be a little bit more chill about it. But it's just. It's just. It's kind of just what I do. Like I can't. I can't help it. Especially like if I if my character is in any uh power, like in like a, not a like if they're in any type of situation where they have like a. Th- like a like a like authority or say that affects other people. Yeah, I tend to plan more. Yeah, a lot just because I don't want to not plan. You know what I mean? So I tend to do that yeah, like yeah. really heavy. So it just really depends. Um, but that actually goes into 
what do you do as a DM when you want to have enough balance and role play for everyone? But then you have a me in your party who just has stuff he wants to do all the time. Well, you tell me to calm down and you got me. That's what you do. You tell me like, I got you. No. That's what you do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just be like, it's coming. Don't worry. Yeah. It's like, like or, 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 you know, because I mean, you know, like I, I, I can be like that. You know, you got to admit what you're where you're at. Yeah. <laughs> I know where I am on my uh, role, my D&D spectrum. <laughs> I know where I am. <laughs> Dang it. And uh, it's like, uh, I don't want to explain this. Like, so when you are DMing, you, mm-hmm. you need to not, because here's the thing, not everyone's going to want to be front and center. Yeah. So I'm not saying like, not everyone wants to be in the limelight, but give everyone a chance to shine in a way. Yes. Because here's the deal. You'll sometimes get a group, a party. And literally, unless the unless someone says something, the whole party will kind of turn on the turn their gears. Yeah, constantly, which happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it'll. it'll and happen. if you don't have like a and if and if like a character doesn't become like, I guess de facto leader or kind of like the person who's like, hey, let's go do this thing, then you'll have a session where the where the whole session they're just turning their wheels. Yeah, like what? What do we do, guys? What do we do? I don't know. All and, right, we'll see you next week. You know, <laughs> and you'll have like, or, or like they'll just like kind of start conversation in circles, like role play conversations that kind of start turning on their gears in circles. Yep. So you got to learn like when that happens. Sometimes you have to, as a DM, kind of push the event and like push the button. Or you know, sometimes when my players like are starting to do that, I'm like, okay, so at this point in your conversation, X amount of time has passed. What do you guys want to do now for the evening or for the night? Like, give them options, help transition. Yep. Um, Got to facilitate that, that role play sometimes. Yeah. Uh, even say when it's like, okay, like, okay, you know, you just that happened. So how do you feel about this? All that kind of stuff helps you add more. Like, if, you're, if your team has a lot of fighting, but they want more role play and you're trying to bring it in, you know, you got to figure out what you got to do to do that. But when it comes to players, just remember... Like everyone's part of the unit. Now I do understand. Sometimes you're in a game and like you you, you want to do so much for everyone, but like you only have two players that are actually giving you stuff to work with. So uh, in that, I just say do your best. Do your you definitely because you know and and this is for players. I get it. We all like to be cool. We like to be the star of the show every now and then, but. If you're in a group of five and you make a character that's a loner, um, that can mess with party dynamic and you may eventually get left out of things that are going for the group while you're off doing your solo thing. Yeah. I mean, like you can't miss out like, like you can't expect to not miss things when you solo. Like, exactly. just, uh, and, and at the same, you can't or, be upset that you, or when stuff's going down, you're always the one to say, screw this. We're fighting. Well, everybody else wanted to wait and 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 talk and plan. Nope, I'm going in. That can also be annoying. So, as a DM, yeah, you got to keep an eye on the role play and help facilitate it. As a player, you need to be amicable. You need to be willing to, um, you know, give and take. Yeah, yeah I want to yeah. make a loner, but it's more interesting in the, to the story if the loner eventually becomes a member of the team. Don't just be a loner to be a loner. That's 
that's a different game. That's that's Xbox. That's PlayStation. But my you know, that's that's video game. Backstory is full of loss and betrayal, Nick. Yeah, find people to help. <laughs> betrayal. Betrayal. I can't be betrayed, so now and I don't lost. trust anyone. I'm an icebox where my heart used to be. Oh my god. I'm so cold. I'm so cold. Okay. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> More edgy than a Ginsu knife. I uh yeah. But like I said, so <laughs> Yeah, that's balance, guys, I guess. Um I don't know how balanced this episode was, but But wait, Aaron, we didn't talk about villains. Yeah, because like that we literally just talked about combat. Like I know. It doesn't really fit. I, I wrote it and I it didn't fit. I really like villains, that's all. <laughs> Villains 3 coming soon, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, just for your DMs, like we keep constantly say, it keep, it comes as you go on. But just consider, you know, making sure that your game isn't just like a one-trick thing. Because eventually, that's how it gets burned out. That's how you get burned out. That's how they get burned out. That's how your game fizzles out and ends. So just, you know, try to figure out ways to mix it up the best way you can. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So uh, we have uh, Folgers Noir Golden Dust. That's what it's called. I liked it. Folgers Noir Golden Dust. Like that's that's a, that's a really nifty title. It's a fighting game title. It's a fighting game title. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. It is a fighting game title. So. Um, Go first. All right. Uh, Giving mine an 18. Um, Just the right amount of sugar, just the right amount of creamer, and I felt like it accentuated the coffee very well. So it was brought to my attention that I always complain about making my coffee too sweet. (laughs) (laughs) And I made this coffee too sweet. Aaron, no. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It's so good with a mild amount of sweetness. Like I, I say it all the time. I apparently like it was brought to my attention by a listener. Like, man, you always saying how sweet your coffee is. And I'm like, well, it is. It's, it's too sweet, but I I enjoyed it. So sixteen. Master of your own demise. Sixteen, because I don't know how to balance cream and sugar. Hey, there we go. So, um, everyone. Uh, so now we're in February of the new year. At uh, the end of the month, the Othello Chronicle will f- air its first episode zero and the backstory episodes. And then from there, uh, every two weeks, um, a- another session will be aired. So these are around like three hours. So the editing was just taking way longer. And uh, when we first started trying it out, like there was a lot of uh, trial and error as far as like the audio and stuff. But like we finally like, had a like little happy uh, medium. So uh, that's coming out. Look forward to it. Um, continue to like, continue to listen. Please share. Uh, thank you for everyone who supports on Patreon. I, I couldn't do this without you guys. You were super awesome. And remember, the quest never ends. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you like us, please follow us on Facebook at the DM World at 9029. Or you can follow us on Twitter at DM World 9029. Thanks for your support, guys. Keep listening. And remember, once again, the quest never ends.